you'll let your flesh talk for you. Mm. So your flesh basically make you downgrade your standards or lower the bar versus you actually upholding the standard. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the More Purpose Podcast, where we talk from everything from faith to finances. I'm your host, Clarence. Our co-host is still on sabbatical, but don't worry. We got three special guests right here for y'all. My boys, we go way back. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Yo. Right? Yo, what's good, everybody? My name is Bryce. I've been a friend of Clarence's a long time. Happy to be here, man. Look out. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. What's up, y'all? My name is Jaden Perkins, a.k.a. JP. Ben... The Don, baby, the Don. <laughs> Money man, please. For years, man. Yeah. Uh, hey, what's good, everybody? My name is uh, Jamal. Hey, me and CL go way back, man. Hoopage days, boy. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, I had to bring the fellas up here, man, because y'all be hearing me and my own perspective on the um, pod, but I wanted to tap into people that y'all don't always see on the pod, but they be around, they in our circle, they're a part of our success and growth as well as just humans and part of the podcast as well. But we want to tap into like, Different things as far as manlyhood, trauma, being a man, like different characteristics that we need, relationships, loyalty, cheating, all that. We're gonna talk, we're gonna we're gonna tap into it all. For so sure. I hope y'all ready, get your popcorn. We're not, we're not gonna have no chase on this. Hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody cut from a different cloth out here. So mm-hmm. give us some, you know what I'm saying? Give a little grace in the conversation. <clears throat> so transparent conversation. But other than that, we're about to tap right into this jump. And um the first one is we're gonna come right out the gate with a heavy hitter. So y'all ready? Mm, yes, sir. Let's do it. Send right, it. Send it. So the first one is basically, cause I know there's a lot of people that's watching, I myself included, that's been through this experience as far as how do you, I'm going to say it like this, what does divorce in your family, like how does it affect you as a child watching your family go through a divorce? And how does that affect your future relationships as far as you getting married in the future? Mm. I can start off. Uh, go ahead. Me personally, uh, I don't really, well, I haven't experienced, like, I didn't come up from a mm-hmm. divorce, like, household, so I've seen my parents together. I say, like, it definitely is a big influence on, like, who I choose to be with, kind of. So I would say it definitely helps, like, seeing, like, your parents together. And, like, that's really all, like, I can really say, like, I know B, you have, like, a kind of a different perspective. So I, I want to let you get that out, kind of. All right. So I'm gonna kick. I'm gonna just kick it to you like this. So uh, probably sixth or seventh grade um, is my first heard my parents about. They first told me the news like, "Yo, son, uh, yeah, me and your mother thinking about having a divorce." In my mind, I'm like, "What you mean? Like, what, yeah, like <laughs> what? What do you mean? What? Like, I'm, in my mind, because me, I'm an overthinker, so I'm thinking from." Every, every different scenario that I can. But I'm, I'm also a youngin', so I'm not thinking as much. But also I have thoughts in my head. It's like, is it my fault? Like, what did I do? Is it my brother's fault? Like, what's going on? Like, what do y'all got going on? Like, we supposed to be a family. I didn't think this was ever supposed to happen. I'm thinking y'all supposed to be, you know what I'm saying, ride or die until to the grave. So when I first came about those news, of course I was heartbroken in a way. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like, I was very uncomfortable talking talking about it between, uh, in the midst of like my mom and my and my dad, like, alone, just having a conversation alone, I'm just like, like, bro, what is going on? Like, I just feel like everything was just falling apart. So as I got older, I kind of understood, you know what I'm saying? So, but also another thing, when I had grown up and not seeing, like, my mother not being with my father, I felt like it definitely took a toll on me as in, like, like, dang, what is a perfect marriage for, for, you know, what is the foundation of it? 
what's the what is love between that when you haven't really grew up with, with two parents that haven't really been together all your life when growing up. So in my eyes, as I'm getting older, I'm currently 22 years old right now. So me looking at a woman, of course I want to get of course I want to get married eventually. God willing, of course. Mm-hmm. So in my eyes, I'm like, okay, Bryce, what is a perfect marriage? And to me personally, I don't really know what a perfect marriage is, is because of me growing up and seeing how my parents were, how they led to a divorce, and also other things as well. And one thing I, I, I can give them one kudos is that they definitely kept a good relationship despite knowing that they weren't in love with each other, but they still, they still love each other, of course. You know what I'm saying? But as far as them raising me, and I'm, a, I'm, the, I'm the only child between them. Well, I'll take that back. I have an older brother, but I only live with my oldest brother. Um, we're eight years apart, but I also have two sisters and also another brother by a different woman, of course. But, um, but yeah. Can I uh, start you right there? Like, do you feel like there is a such thing as a perfect marriage? Like, yeah. Do you think it's... Uh, yeah. Me, personally, I mean, it just... It really depends on how your perspective is because everybody has these... Fairy tales, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Everybody has expectation in their minds. Yeah. I feel like when you come up with an imagination in your mind, it can come to reality, but in your imagination, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We in a world where it's not so perfect. For Everything sure. is ups and downs, like a roller coaster for real. So, my eyes, I don't think there's such thing as a perfect marriage, but there is a marriage where it can be built on a foundation where it can lead to perfect. I you know what I'm saying? It can lead to perfection in a way. It won't never get to 100%, mm-hmm. but it can come to a point where everything can be going well if it starts with God first, mm-hmm. in a way. Because I feel like you can't do anything nothing, without. anything without... There, there's no such thing as perfect without him in your life. For sure. Or in that relationship that y'all have connected with, in a way. So, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't think there's no such thing as a perfect marriage, in a way. I'm going to tap into that real quick, bro. A growing marriage, yeah. yeah. I agree with you, uh, what you're saying, and... I too like experienced divorce at a younger age as far as like being in middle school and everything and witnessing everything that was going on with the film. But in seeing all that, I feel like divorce can either negatively or positively affect you as growing up as a man, woman, or whatever like that. Whichever one you grew up as. So in that in that case, for me as a man, if I'm looking for marriage and everything, either you take it in a negative way as far as all right, this happened in my my parents' relationship. So I'm gonna do the same exact thing to do the same like that's all I know. Mm-hmm. So all I know is to abuse or cheat or do this or whatever it is that happens in, in most divorces. Money, like hiding money from people, whatever it is. Right. Or you can be like, all right, bet. I seen that. I don't like how that made my dad or my mom feel. Now I'm going to do the opposite to make sure it don't happen in my relationship. So for me, now my mind says, all right, cool. When, I'm, when I get married, I'm going to make sure that I'm learning from those mistakes. Because most times in, in divorces, you see, they'll let you know, that's why I messed up at. Nobody again. Nobody's perfect. Everybody falls like falls short every now and then. But in those situations, it's up to us to be able to take what we learn from those experiences and watching those. Like because there's no excuse for you to see all that happening, and then you be like, "Oh yeah, let me do the same thing because that that worked out. It didn't work out. You just seen it didn't work out. So what can you do better out of what you just experienced from watching your parents' situation? So for me, I know I'll never do this because I'll never want to. Make my mom hurt in this way, or I'll never do this because I'll never want to see my dad hurt, or I'll never want to see myself hurt in this situation. For right. Sure. Like just treat others as you, as you want to be treated, like the golden yeah, rule. For, sh- for sure. It's crazy how you say that. Because remember when we was at Gourmet Burger and I said, I have got some? It just came back. Okay. There so, you go. Hey, hey, run on time, uh, boy. <laughs> so, me personally, like I said before, I want to get married. And for me, looking at my parents, 
from a viewpoint of my parents and how they operate, how they operated, and how they treated me and how they treat each other. Some things I would definitely say like, okay, I know not to do that, not to do this. But I feel like since I was so young, I didn't really understood as much mm-hmm. as I am now because at this age that I'm currently right now because. Younger age, I'm going to worry about, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We all kids. We want to have fun. What's going on. Going with the flow. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not worried about me getting married right now. Like, I wasn't especially, worried about that. Bro. Especially if your parents was on some good at hiding what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I feel like it's good parenting, though. Like, when they hide you from their own personal problems, that's good parenting. Yeah. Because I don't think you're supposed to grow up seeing any of that anyway. Right. It's traumatizing. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. It most definitely is, bro. I got a question. Well, were you finished with your thought? Yeah. Hold on. One, one more thing. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to say what I have. Uh, not you straight. When I forgot what I said uh, at Gourmet Burger. So I got a question for all three of the viewers, of course. So f- to have a, so so to be in a relationship, right? What is the the most vital thing that y'all take? Not take. What's the most vital thing that y'all can say that keeps a relationship whole? I'm gonna go first. No, I was about to... Me, me personally, for me and mine, for me and my future, I'm going to stress it. Every single time, anytime there's a disagreement, anytime there's a us trying to fall back into sin, whatever it is, God has to be a delete is the leader of our relationship. He has to be the foundation. He has to be in the middle. He's on all angles of this relationship to where it's like he's building a shield around us because without God, there's no, it's not gonna work. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's not gonna work. Agree. God has to be the like in the center because I have to know that you're gonna be able to understand my thought process on certain situations that regards to my faith. And if you don't, I know we're not equally yoked. Right. To, I have to be able to understand your viewpoint I, and vice versa. So for me, God has to be at the center of the relationship. That's what's going to keep our relationship whole. That's going to keep us having and hold, up, upholding the same morals and standards. But yeah, that's my... You want to go? Yeah, I would say uh, for me, probably be communication and understanding. That's a great one. That's, hey, that's my point. Definitely big on understanding because you got to understand the type of person I am. Mm-hmm. you know, And I got to understand the type of person that you are too as well. And just going to communication, like we gotta communicate on all levels. Like if if it's nothing that we can't come to an agreement with or something, then it's just not gonna. We always gonna bump heads with each other. Mm-hmm. So definitely communication for sure. <laughs> That's literally what I was gonna say. Like no comprehension. Like we could communicate all we want, but if you're not able to comprehend what I'm saying, That's exactly then, what I'm saying. like. Exactly what I was gonna yeah, say. So That's like really my standpoint. I had seen a video, bro. It was saying how like um. When you are with a woman, whatever relationship, like whatever, um, like y'all married or y'all just girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever the case may be, um, they said, is communication the key to having a good relationship or is it comprehension? Because if you, you can communicate mm-hmm. to a woman, day, that's right. you know what I'm saying? You can communicate to a woman, but if she doesn't comprehend what you're saying, it's going it's, one what's the point of the communication? Yeah, like that's like the, the downfall to it. Because if, if I'm Question. telling you, like, hey, bae, like, this is not gonna work. You gotta do this. You gotta do this and such and such. And she's like, okay, but I understand. I, I get what you're saying. And, and it keeps happening over and over again. It's just like a cycle. I'm like, but I, just, I told you, like, what's going on? I, I told you this, such and such. Not let alone, I'm repeating myself more than once. Like, what's up? Like, what's going on? And she's not comprehending what I'm saying. Everything that's just like, it's just dying down. What's the use of communication? There's no comprehension yeah. behind it. Like that. For real. Let's flip sides on that. So, say if you are communicating, right? But your form of communication is the way that she's used to hearing. So, like, Everybody got different ways that they're able to learn something or understand. Like, I don't care what nobody say. My kids, if they wilding out, I'm 
Yeah. Right. So, sometimes tough love is the best love yeah, in certain situations. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. So like different ways, people yeah. learn from different ways. They got to come in a different angle. Exactly. Sometimes yeah. your hand got to touch the fire for you to learn. Don't yeah. touch that yeah. fire no more. Yeah. So in, in communications and stuff like that, sometimes the way you're saying something may not come across to where it's like they take you serious or they think you for real in that situation. You, and it takes you multiple times to be like, yo, like put my foot down now. Like, mm-hmm. yo, real talk. Like these last few times I told you to do this. Now we got to tighten up. Like what are we doing here? Yeah. But in other ways... It might have to be for you to physically like figure out, yo, like, are you comprehending what I'm saying? Like, actually break down this conversation and be like, this why I don't like this. Because mm-hmm. some people actually need to know the why. Like, I know we grew up sometimes our parents telling us not to do stuff, and we like, why not though? You and they don't give us the why. And now we going out ourselves to experience it. So just a little stuff like that mm-hmm. as a whole in communication. But I heard this quote, bro. We started before in the podcast before, but nice and neat podcast. Don't I was showing y'all earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and dude, Jalan, he said. When there is no communication, it leaves rooms for the it leaves room for the devil's narration. Mm-hmm. So anytime you and your significant other, you and your friendship, parents, any, anybody you're in a relationship with, anytime y'all not communicating y'all devil, feelings, devil it leaves room for you to start overthinking. Right. Maybe this is why they did it. They they did it out of jealousy. And the whole time that's not the case. But y'all not communicating to know. So now you starting letting the devil put different mm-hmm. ideas in your head of, oh nah, this thing was out of malice. Or nah, this person talked about me behind my back. Or nah, this is what she said or he said, whatever it is. Instead of y'all just communicating and talking about it yourselves. So how do y'all feel about that? Do y'all feel like that's a fact? Definitely. Agree. Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I was going to say, like, communication come in different ways. Like, body language. Like like he Fact. said, just because I'm not saying it, the way you acting, the way you moving, it, it says a lot. So definitely, I agree. Like, mm-hmm. definitely, communication is other ways to communicate than your words, if that right. makes sense. I, I agree. So to go, sure. to go along with that, though, because I know we was talking about... um. I know he was talking about trauma with divorce and stuff and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Outside of the trauma with divorce, do y'all feel like in today's society, as black men, you have room to even be transparent about how you're really feeling? Of course. Mm-hmm. I feel like most men don't even... Um, I of feel course like what? Men. What do you mean? I was like, it's basically like, do you feel like you have... In society, do you feel it's like... It's okay to be transparent. It's okay like, for you I mean, to be transparent. Your feelings. You said, of course, to behind woman, no, to a, Like, to a woman, right? Just to a woman. Or just in, in general. general. In general. Able to- I mean, well, towards a woman, you know, the expectations of a man is taking care of your kids, being strong. Like, most men in today's society, we... I would say we always have the opportunity, but I just feel like since the expectation of us is so high, I feel like mm-hmm. we don't have time to come to a woman... Right. To express our feelings when also women is one of the most emotional people on earth, like rather than like towards men in a way. Mm-hmm. So I feel like most people don't, most men take it as like, you know, I, I, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. I don't need, we don't got to talk about my feelings. I'd yeah, rather talk about yours. You know what I'm saying? We already got a lot going on. I don't mm-hmm. want to add anything more to the table, anything like that. But to answer your question, I do feel like it depends who you're talking to because most women, if they know their man is not communicating to them, they will take the initiative to go out their way and to come check up on them. Be like, sure. hey, Bayla, how are you doing? How are you doing mentally and physically and spiritually? You know, yeah, like, that's a real how, you know what I'm saying? How is your day going today? Let me know. How are you feeling? Leave, give it all to me right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to take in whatever you've been taking in this long and not let me, you know, like, not give me um, explanation, like, telling me what's going on. We haven't been telling me, but I want you to tell me now. I got a, I got a question. Do you think that's something we need to vocalize? Like, if we got something going on, we need to vocalize that, or they should already, like, know? Like, we, we definitely do need to vocalize it, but at the same time, I feel like 
women have to do a better job as far as like knowing when something's wrong being too. Aware. Right. Like being yeah, exactly Definitely. being more aware of knowing the stigma of that mm-hmm. men got and Definitely. men feeling like we always have to be so Superman all the time. For sure. mm-hmm. So like knowing that we want to be Superman, knowing that we don't want to have you worried about anything, but still have the awareness to know, yeah, you're trying to handle this by yourself, but I'm still here to help mm-hmm. out and like push you along the way, you know what I'm saying? Be a team. I think um to touch on that though, I think as like for men, the problem is that we don't open up as much. Is because when we're younger, we're taught to be strong. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you're suck it up. When you're opening up, it's like men kind of look at that as like I don't want people to see me as weak mm-hmm. or vulnerable. I don't want nobody to see me like in this type of phase I'm in. So it's like best for me just to close it in. But then that kind of like it's like immensely disrupts you because you know you're trying to hold everything in and you're just balling all up. And eventually you're just gonna snap, like you know, mm-hmm. because you're not letting yourself out. And I just and I also I think society like. This generation that we live in, social media, that plays a, a part in it too. It's like, you know, we don't want to open up. You get joked on, you know, if you're crying or, you know, soft. you sound soft. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't do anything as a man. Like anything you do as a man is zesty mm-hmm. or is this and yeah. the third, you know? So I think like, that's... You got to finish too. Yeah, yeah, like, bro, no matter what you do, good good or bad, they always smile. Always smile. Yeah, it's always going to be something to say. You just got to do what's best Thanks. for you. Always. It's crazy because, matter of fact, think about... Um, we all, y'all seen Creed, right? We all mm-hmm. did we see it together. Mm-hmm. I think we seen it together. Yeah. yeah, but great watching Creed. Great movie. Remember when um Adonis basically he was going through traumas of his past, mm-hmm. but he didn't want to talk about it. Right. Bianca kept asking him like, "Yo, yo, what's like, what's wrong? Are you good? I'm good. Like, but you can see in his emo- like his body language. Yeah. I don't want to talk. I'm not good. I'm gonna handle it myself. I'm gonna talk about myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want your help. But in doing that, it's like we're putting up a wall because in reality, in those situations, you need to. Talk it out. You need to get it out your system because holding it in, like you said, is only gonna make it worse. It only builds up more rage. And then a lot of times, though, what men have trouble with opening up to a woman is because they did that in the past and it backfired mm-hmm. on yeah. them. Yeah, and so they say they would. I never do it again. Mm-hmm. So that's that's like I feel like that's where the problems come into as well when you're trying to communicate to your significant other, but you have past trauma with someone that you dealt with in the mm-hmm. past, like. You told them, you opened up to them, and they just, they took it and ran with it. Let's go ahead and get into that right there. Let's, let's go ahead and put a pin right there. I've experienced that as far, in general, in a general case of, I went through a situation with a um, relationship back in high school, whatever, mm. traumatized me to the point where it's like, any future relationship, oh, I'm never yeah. doing this again. <laughs> Y'all know what it is. I was like, I'm never doing this again. But in my relationship after that, was like, I'm not her. And I had to sit back and really think about it. I was like, I mean, you're right. Because right. it's valid. And if it was vice versa, I would say the same thing. Like, I don't want you to bring in your trauma from your last relationship into this relationship. Sure. I don't want think I don't want you bring in your problems from this last situation into this new situation. Cause basically, like you're already going in with a predetermined mindset of you're gonna treat me the same way mm-hmm. this last person did mm-hmm. when they're a whole different person. And I feel like that's unfair in a way. Cause basically like a judging the book by its cover type vibe. Right. Where it's like basically categorizing all women. Or all men for the woman that's watching. Mm-hmm. Like you basically put them all in the same box because you think since one person hurts you, the same person, the other person gonna do the same right. thing. And that's something that we all got to break through, like break past as well. Like knowing, all right, yeah, since this person did something to me, I ain't been with it, but I can't walk around with the same mindset of this next person going to do something to me too. Because I feel like that's only hindering you from really getting to know that person as well. You got to heal. Like I, exactly. I think I think a lot of times what be the problem too is, what is that you don't heal. Like people mm-hmm. jump into the next relationship I was fast. literally about to ask that. So like, how do y'all heal with that? Like, well, how did you heal with that person or you? Me personally, it was more so like the self-awareness aspect mm-hmm. of, all right, cool. Now you're right. You spent facts. Got you. I had to, I had to get past the fact of when all women not the same. Mm-hmm. Everybody not gonna treat 
certain situations like the same way, and everybody's not going to be able to understand why different things was happening and everything. Gosh. But with in those regards, it was more so me just taking the time to be like, okay, cool. Has this person ever showed me any signs that she would even do this to me? Gotcha. Type vibe, actually going like through her character. And I was like, nah, like what, what, what am I trying before? Like, why am I bringing in past stuff into this situation where she's the complete opposite? Or looking at yourself, why do I feel? Why do I still feel some type of way about the situation when it happened year or two ago? ago? Mm-hmm. Like this is a minute ago. Why am I still thinking about it? Sure. But that just goes to show you, like if you're really ready to even be in situations. So that's where the self love comes back in. Cause it's like, all right, bet. Clearly, I don't love myself enough. If I'm still thinking about the same thing mm-hmm. over and over again, I gotta heal first before I get into anything else. Because if you don't, like we talked about earlier, like you're gonna bring it into the next situation. Definitely. It's gonna be the same cycle until you heal. And that's 100 percent fat. Like, cause like the answer, your question that you asked, like to keep it real with y'all, I really felt like, and to, even to this day, I never really 100 percent healed. Mm-hmm. To be real with you, like because I could tell, like moving on past relationship, certain little things I was doing, like insecurities because of. What I went through in my past relationship, yeah. I can see it moving over to this relationship, mm-hmm. and I'm like, bro, I'm not, I'm not healed. Like, you know, like, and I didn't even rush it. It's probably like a two year span yeah. of me getting to a new relationship, but it's that that traumatizing feeling. That it's that feeling that you don't never want to feel again because mm-hmm. you were so hurt. But it's like, yo, since you had that situation as men, your guard is now like uh, right, it's up. up. So, so any sign that you see is automatic. One like, little thing that seemed off, you'd be yeah. like, all right now, I, I'd have been here before. Right, it better not end up in this way. Nope. <laughs> But at the same time, like we said before, if you never show me no character as far as you would do that, I don't need to be holding that cloud over your head right. of me saying me thinking that you're gonna do it. But back to your healing, Joan, like everybody healing different times, mm-hmm. different ways, takes people a different amount of time. But my healing came from me getting more on my word, knowing what real love is, and knowing that I, I started loving myself enough to know and have the self awareness of whole time I put myself in that situation to get hurt like that because. Mm-hmm. In reality, she didn't fully heal from, heal from her situation. So I had to zoom out and be like, okay, it's not because of me. It's, like she ain't, it's not because I'm not treating her right. It's because she's still stuck on this situation. Gotcha. And she came in this relationship holding on to that. So I had to look at it in that way and be like, okay, cool. It's cool. It's cool. I understand. Instead of looking at it from a just me and her type vibe, it's like, nah, like you hurt me. Yeah, cool. But I understand now. I understand all the like the different backgrounds and just put myself in her shoes of the situation because we don't all been in situations where it's like you trying to go to this person but you're still tied to this person mm-hmm. back here like Definitely. you you missed that bond over here type vibe so yeah. it's like dang like how am I about to correlate with this situation and everything but you have to realize you can't always just look from your point of view in situations so mm-hmm. just zooming out and then knowing that God gives you the grace He mm-hmm. loves you For you sure. mess up every day. And I know that since he since I mess up every day and he forgives me every single day, I have to forgive everybody else and I have to heal for myself. So I'm not going to heal for nobody. Take listen, that down. Listen. <laughs> Forgiveness is a big thing. Nobody. <laughs> I ain't going to heal for nobody. Listen, I want to um, add on something to that as well. Because you asked, how do you know when you're, when you're truly 100% healed, right? Mm-hmm. Or how do you heal? Like, how do you? Either, yeah. I mean, honestly, bro, I mean, like what Clarence has said, of course, getting in your word and all you know, really love is like, mm-hmm. I feel like God would definitely. It's a it's it's a phase for sure. Like it's yeah. definitely an obstacle that you have to get through. It's not a short one. It's a journey. It's all depending on how your human development is. Yeah. Me personally, that's my opinion of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm like it, it's hard to heal because yeah. if you go through something that's so traumatizing, bro, how can you get through that knowing in the back of your mind when you come across to another, another woman? Plan, yeah. How do I know this is not gonna happen again? For sure. So like 
if I'm thinking that in the back of my mind, thinking like, dang, okay, I'm talking to another woman, but knowing what I went through a couple years ago, it's still on my mind. Am I truly healed from it? 100%? If I'm still thinking about it and still reminiscing on it, thinking like hope and won't come into this relationship that I'm in now? Yeah. Like, how do I know it's 100% healed rather than, oh, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Be good. Yeah, I'm straight, bro. I'm 100% healed. I can go to the next relationship doing the whoop-de-woo and I'm good. But how do I know that if I still have another thought in the back of my head pertaining to a couple years back and now I'm in a new relationship thinking everything all guru the whole time, I'm not healed. I say I'm healed, but, we, but my spirit is telling me different. My flesh says I'm good. You all good. I think bro. it's what you just said, though. If somebody, it's because we're so quick to say, nah, I'm good. And I think that's where the problem is. I think that's where the problem lies. Like what you just said, nah, I'm good. Like you walking off, walking off with a smile on your face, but deep down you know, nah, I'm still thinking about this shorty. I'm still thinking about what happened to me type vibe. But how do you but, get through that though? But I think it comes from you being transparent about it. Like the transparency. Like, like, does that fully take it away? I don't think it's going to fully take it away, but it's, it's more so start. it will help out. It's a start. It's a step forward of you truly accepting what happened, how it happened, why, and understanding Nobody's perfect. Things gonna happen. We, I learned my lesson. I got my experience. Moved on. I forgive you. Like it is what it is. Like wish the best. I wish you the best. But I feel like the transparency will be a step forward into the healing instead of us trying to keep pushing the feeling down and trying to dig it down. Yeah. And then it come uprooted back up at a way worse pace. I feel like though, like the traumatizing thing that you went through though, you're never gonna forget that. Like no matter what, you're never gonna forget that. I'm sorry, but I feel like but I feel like the healing part comes in once you forgive. Yeah, you have to forgive. Once you forgive, that that's that's the definition. I like okay, you're healed. But like just you just it's just like we're humans. We're never gonna gonna forget it. We're always gonna remember what happened to us. That's just what it is. And also knowing that as yourself, like you gonna mess up too. Like it's gonna be times where you mess up. You gonna want forgiveness as well. So right, right. Just extending that same hand that you would want back to you. And I also want to tap into what we was talking about earlier too. My y'all, y'all, we we went to Gourmet Burger. If you haven't been to Gourmet Burger hey. before, free shout out to them. Hey. Go crazy. Hey, listen. Cook, hey. Thank you later. That's all I got to say. Chicken and shrimp rice bowl. Extra, extra sauce. Sticky sauce. Listen, extra sauce. Listen. Extra listen. sauce. Got to get that. Extra sticky sauce with a side of fries, a little drink, H2O preferably. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got to get that. But what we were talking about earlier was marriage roles. And in that, this, this is like a big cultural conversation, big mm-hmm. topic. I be getting mad when I be seeing stuff like this, yeah. shade room comments and all that stuff, whatever it is. But from y'all perspective, because JP, you had brought it up. You brought it up, right? Well, what was we that table about? about in a relationship before marriage? In a relationship, if you have a kid out of wedlock, yeah, who comes first, the kid or your significant other? Mm. And then we talked about in a relationship, who comes first, kid or your wife? So I just want to hear y'all perspectives and everything. Yeah, y'all want me to go first or you? Uh, <laughs> I, I just want, I just got something quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when it comes to if I'm married, and so I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. going to say my girlfriend, but I'm gonna say if I have a wife and I'm married and I have a kid with that significant being that I'm with, me personally, I'm gonna put my wife first before mm-hmm. my kid, and my reason being is because I understand like. And everybody's different. Everybody got different perspectives. But me personally, I feel like if I'm with this woman, I've grown with this woman, we went through thick and thin, all tribulations. We went through it together. You know what I'm saying? And we did what we did and we had a kid. Me personally, I feel like the things that you go through with a person, that person deserves more than 
And meaning why, don't take this out of context, meaning why, meaning when I say deserves more, meaning as in energy and your time-wise, don't get me wrong, kids, they definitely deserve time as well, but I feel like if it comes to a certain situation, depending on whatever the circumstances are, I feel like your wife should be first before your Mm -hmm. kid. And like I said, this depends on certain situations. Sometimes a kid may be put first, but it also just depends on who you're with and how their perspective is on it as well. Definitely. Because some people always put their kids first, but like, but I just think different. I think your wife should be first and vice versa as your husband. I agree with you. And I also agree with you because as your wife, if that's your wife, right, we're supposed to be a team. Correct. And I feel like as a team, we can't be a team if it's just more so we're not helping each other be our best selves to then pour that into our child. So if I'm not giving no more attention and I'm giving all my attention to my child, we're not going on dates no more. I'm not doing the same things I did to get you to become my wife in the first place. I'm not paying no more attention. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. I feel like that will be more drastic to the relationship and our family as a whole versus us being a team, making sure we still have our date nights, still love each other unconditionally, all that stuff, and then letting that love pour into our child. Because what happens when you stop paying your wife attention and now her attitude starts coming towards you, now you get irritated towards her, and now your child is seeing irritation between the parents. Mm-hmm. Now y'all arguing in front of the child. Now all these different things happening. Everything's going downhill. But it all stemmed from both y'all focus went to the child and y'all stopped fulfilling each other's needs in the first place of why y'all got married. That's deep. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. That, so overall, I would say, and then I think it's, biblical, it's biblically too as far as like man, woman, child. Child, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God, God, man, woman, child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for me, I would say my wife will come first, make sure me and her good. And that way we both know we're at our best selves, and we can pour our best selves into our child. Right. But yeah. Agree. What's your thoughts? Agree. Um, <laughs> get your perspective, bro. Oh, yeah. Cross his arm. Honestly, respectfully, it's a safe, it's a safe space, brother. <laughs> respectfully, uh-huh. I feel like it's a fairy tale topic because none of us here has kids. That's right. So we can't say exactly, or our wife, so we can't say mm-hmm. exactly, you know, what we, who we put first. Because we don't have it yet. For sure. That's fact. So, but just saying if, I would probably definitely, you know, put my kid before my wife to a to a certain certain level. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, like, you get 18, you know, you you way older now. You know, I'm not going to put my kid before that. But just saying as like a newborn, a baby, you know, mm-hmm. going through the process the and everything. You know, yeah, the, the attention's going to go to the kid most definitely. But that's I think, how I think about it. I think that's, um, I feel like it's like a... Depends on the situation. Yeah. Because yeah. save is like a life or death situation. Either choose to save your wife or your child. Right. I'm going to save my child. Exactly. So I'm, therefore, you put your your kid over your that, situation. And, and it's, it's a, 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 a situation. It depends. Because as a parent, your mindset will go from just worrying about yourself to safety mode for your kid mm-hmm. in that situation. So in that situation, I feel like that's valid. What y'all think though? Like, I mean, I agree. I agree. Like at first, I was definitely saying like the kid, but. It I feel like that stems a lot of like childhood trauma. Like that's where childhood trauma comes from, where you're not like being attentive to your wife, like not mm-hmm. showing her affection and things like that. I feel like that's where the childhood trauma comes from. Like mm-hmm. we kind of fail to forget uh, that's where it comes from. Like literally, like we don't realize like a lot of people who go through things. Well, a lot of children who go through things is because they don't get that at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like really it, my it perspective. Gotta, they they gotta not seeing love in their house. Yeah, that's it gotta be like sometimes for sure. Because yeah, we are not good with your wife. How are you gonna be able to parent exactly. your kid? But for like for real, for real, I feel like you should definitely put yourself before any any of. Them. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Because if you're not good, then how are you going to say somebody else? I, I recommend this with anybody. Like, before you even come into a relationship, make sure you're true to yourself before you sure. come true to anybody else. Because you're your own human being. You came here alone, you're going to leave alone. So, you know what I'm saying? I would definitely say that's always keep respect on your true value. Not saying you're more valuable than the other person, but respect yourself in a way where don't put nobody in front of you in a way. Don't get me wrong. Sacrifice comes in where you mm-hmm. where you can put people in front of you, but it all just depends on the certain situation that you're in. Because cause sometimes I feel like your sacrifices are, they're not unlimited, but they're limited because we're human beings. We only can give out so much in a way. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? So I, that's me personally, my perspective on it. Because don't get me wrong, I feel like every time you do make a sacrifice, there's always a benefit towards it. There's always some type of beneficial attribute that comes with it because sacrifice to me is love. So you show a sacrifice mm-hmm. to another significant being, you're giving them love, bro, that other people don't, some people don't deserve love. And not my fact, I'm going to take that back. Everybody, everybody does deserve yeah. love, though. Regardless of how you act and how you operate on earth, everybody does need a genuine person in their life to, you know, to keep them mm-hmm. up to par, keep them motivated. You know what I'm saying? Just push them to their limit. I, I like how you say you must respect yourself and everything. So that's a perfect segue into what I wanted to ask y'all. Cause I feel like in today's society, men having self-care and self-love is looked at as in... Or he he yeah. he's soft or he's that's that's your like you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like let's let's, let's dive talk into about it. it. Cause I feel like self like one, the Bible says love your neighbor as you love yourself. So, mm-hmm. right. so for and as a friend group, relationships, whatever it is, I can't love on everybody that's ca- I'm called a loved one to, to the full extent if I don't love myself to the right, full extent. Sure. So make sure I, I uphold myself, make sure I come out here with a clean haircut, right. my hair look good. Skin good, hands good, everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, like you know what I mean. But I feel like it's a bad look when people feel like. Matter of fact, Drewski had made a video about how he was trolling though, but he had made a video saying dudes always want the girl that's high maintenance, but the dude don't be high maintenance yeah. at all. Like, yeah. Nails be dirty and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. But what's y'all like? What's y'all mindset on that? Like, what's y'all version of self care for y'all individually? What's some things that y'all do that y'all might be able to drop to them on like some little tent? I said tents tips or mm-hmm. tricks for them to be able to uh, get better at their self-care as a man? Um, oh. I say first, that's important is your hygiene. I mean, listen. <laughs> Please. <laughs> deodorant, soap. <laughs> yeah, good soap, good Please. deodorant. Your skin, like that's very important. Yeah. Skin care routine. The haircut. Um, haircut. That's a that's a that's so good, baby. You know, but listen though, that the problem is though, like a lot of people hairlines be receding. I'm sorry, give y'all a trick though. No, seriously though, I think a lot of people low key receding. <laughs> ain't going I like about time to let it go. Baby. A lot of people be getting their haircut like <laughs> every time to let it go. Week, you know what I'm saying? So like, if you yeah, yeah you can't get a haircut so every week. You gotta so let it grow. You know what I'm saying? Let it grow in. But no, Dang. definitely haircut. Oof. Um. Get some nice clothes. I mean, it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be name brands. Plenty of places you can go out here and shop. Riff, put put yourself clean. together. Riff, Riff. You can find some good Google stuff. Man, um, Zara's, H and M, ASOS. It's so many places you can go out here to put yourself together because you got to understand your appearance. That does mean a lot, um, especially as a man. So definitely take care. Take care of yourself, fellas. Yeah. And what's one thing you do? I'm, we're gonna go around. Mm-hmm. What's one thing that you do for yourself, like when, on your own time by yourself that you do? That's your way of considering self-love for you, like quality time for yourself. A way of you treating yourself. 
It could be anything. Number one, going to get food. My mom said, I love, I love to eat. Like I, I love to eat. Um, and like when I said love to eat, I like trying out new places, like mm-hmm. you know, different cultural foods and everything. Um, and listen to music. I love music, so I just sit there and listen to music. My favorite album right now is Rod Wave. Hey, okay. that album crazy right good, now. Good. Yes, for sure. Fast. Man, it went crazy. Tucks and Kinkos. That you miss a song of it? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I go. I go after you. Um, Self care. One thing I could definitely say is every time I wake up to give myself uh, a version of self love, I'll always look myself in the mirror and be like, "Young, nice and black, handsome man." Words of affirmation. You know what I'm saying? Like telling myself, like mentally and spiritually, like you know what? You know what I'm saying? Bryce, you're him. Yeah, you got that self motivation and that affirmation. Like, you're like, yo, you are him. God, like, he created a masterpiece. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta let yourself know that. You know what I'm saying? And also look at my um my wall because I put sticky notes with scriptures on in my bathroom, also my room as well, which I feel like it definitely helps and gives just gives me the um the confirmation of like if I'm not knowing where I'm going, if I had no sense of direction, I know God has a plan for me. Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm saying, not don't worry about anything, but pray about everything instead. You feel me? I'm not worried about money. Uh-huh. The most thing I only can worry about is getting closer with God, bro. Because I can't. Okay. I try to limit my worries, bro. But sometimes my mind can we just be human, so clouded. Bro. Human, bro. You know what I'm saying? It can just be so human. clouded. Like, like, be just sit back, relax, bro. I'm good. <laughs> I can lay my head on a pillow at night. You good? I got clothes on my body. You got a roof, food, food, good food. food. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But God, you know what I'm saying? I'm blessed to be able to be in the position where I am right now to have these things. I don't Mm -hmm. care like if I'm rich or if I'm at lowest, bro. I'm gonna continue to be me and who I, who I'm supposed to become. And you good? You good? So sorry, (laughs) but um. (laughs) (laughs) Not but um, flowing, but yeah, but yeah, bro, um. I definitely say that that's one of the, I try to keep that self-love at a high maintenance for sure. Because if you can't give yourself love, how are you able to give somebody else love? You know? And another thing also, another tip I would say, I would definitely try to like get a notebook, pencil, pen, whatever your preference is, and definitely um, basically plot out your whole day. Not plot out, but take notes on your whole day, everything that you do in a day. No doubt, no doubt a couple flaws that you have and try to work on that and try mm-hmm. to surpass those flaws That's good. and make it into a benefit where um, it won't be a flaw anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know the other word mm-hmm. for it. Not y'all get what I'm saying. Yeah, good, but I definitely would recommend doing that because a lot of people don't recognize what a flaw actually is mm-hmm. since it's being... It's like a habit. It's like a habit. Yeah. Like, you know how we wake up in the morning, the first thing we do, okay, we brush Check our teeth. Yeah. That's on Check automatic. That's on autopilot. Yeah. You know, some mm-hmm. people... They do certain things. They think it's just on autopilot. They only realize it's an actual flaw that's mm-hmm. actually hurting them and setting them back even further than the worst where they're supposed to be. So I definitely recommend y'all doing that if y'all wish to do that. Like, yeah. For sure. That's good, my boy. Uh, me personally, I think like uh, I would say I like to end my week with like a a night just to listen to music and drink wine. I don't mean to sound too soft or anything. Nah, but, wine, come on, bro. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> like. Yeah. That's a, a form of self-love for me. Mm-hmm. Like just listening to some music, some throwbacks, drinking some wine, that's still a Yep. Just, yep. So, yeah. Just vibing. Yeah, definitely. I would say... Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Hold on. 
think that was it. Never mind. I thought you had um, one more. I'm bugging. For me, though, I would say another tip that they haven't tapped in on. Well, not tapped in. They're all tapped in. What they didn't speak on is get you a good smelling cologne. Ooh. When you smell, let me tell you something. There's nothing like hearing a woman come up to you and say you smell good. Absolutely. It don't it have your confidence on a billion. Invest. You walk in there with a clean cut, smooth little fit, got a nice little watch on, whatever it is. Smell and you like smell good. Sale. Come on now. Hey. Take over the whole room, boy. Sure. Real. Ain't yeah. like a nice little compliment, especially from a good looking young lady. You got your eyes <laughs> on, you know what I'm saying? Hey. That's the first thing I think. Well, like, what, what, what you think, like, the first thing, like, women see? Like, you think they look at you, or is it like something? I think, else? They, I think your appearance. Yeah. appearance. And definitely. Posture. Well, it depends on. Cause your smile. Yeah. Me personally, every woman has a different thought process. Definitely. So, depends on the type right. of woman you are. You got, you got some woman that's. An alpha woman, uh-huh. beta woman. If you want to go there, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has a different thought process when it comes to looking at a man. Most men, I mean, not most men. Most women just look at a man to see how, they, just see how their posture is. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? How, what position are they in right now? How are they operating in that position? Rather than just what they look at. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's me personally. Me, I'm all about the mental. When it comes to women, if your mental is on 100, hey, girl, listen. Like, <laughs> we, I feel because we could talk about anything. The communication is there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The comprehension is there because you're mentally... Mature to understand sure. me, and I also can understand you as well. And I feel like that can lead to topics that you never spoke to another person before. And also, you never know that can lead to an idea that God could have placed between y'all conversation. And now y'all doing something together. Boom! You never know what that may lead to. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely feel like it all just depends on your perspective and your thought on what you look into a man, vice versa, as a woman. Me personally, um, if I'm if I'm going into a room, depending on what type of occasion it is. I don't always just look for just the looks. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I kind of look at how your energy, not look at the energy, but feel the your energy. energy. You, you know what I'm saying? Definitely can just like mm-hmm. the eye contact that we make. Yeah. Like little things matter to me. Like definitely. how your nails looking, how your feet looking. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like how are you dressing? If you smell good. Just so like those little things that people okay, don't really, boy. you know what I'm saying, take into consideration sure. that really are most vital. You know what I'm saying? Definitely like, like hygiene. Who wants to like it's nothing like you walk into somebody room or anything hey. like yo oh like <laughs> what is really going on like come on now we are 20 to like i feel like hygiene should be top. number 1 top, top tier you know what i'm saying you got to you got to have i feel like that's an attraction it is to me personally like you got to smell that's good that's what's up love though yeah, yeah. and don't get me wrong don't freak it <laughs> We all have our days by time to get shot. You know what I'm saying? We all do. We're all human beings, bro. We're all dirty. Yeah. We're human. We're after dirt. workout. Yeah, and like you know what I'm saying. We gotta keep that in mind. Like you know what I'm saying. Don't be embarrassed if somebody comes to you like, hey, like I ain't gonna lie. Piney put some deodorant on. Hey, hey, like time to nope, that's from Riverdale. You know what I'm that's what I'm. Nope, hey. You know what I'm saying? Like because everybody has bro. different odors, bro. People are hairy. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody. Yeah. It's different. Everybody has a different um, odor to them, but that's you probably had never smoked before. But it's like, I feel like people deserve more respect. Mm-hmm. They come up to you personally, like, "Hey, I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? Your breath kind of little woo woo, woo or you kind of little off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just wash a little bit Freshen better. A little. Like, you will, you want those type of people yeah, in your life. You know what I'm saying? Especially sure. that, that you're comfortable with, yeah. that you're able to express that to them. Mm-hmm. This is me, per like, bro. Let me know if I'm a little off. Let me know, cause I won't take. Not facts. Let me know. I won't take any offense to it, cause you're letting me know that like mm-hmm. I smell now bad. You now you tell me like, yeah. you got respect for me. You want me to smell. Yeah, just, you want me to be around. Whole time, I'm glad we have self awareness, cause we like 
we all from from all personal experience, I've heard each one of us all say. Hold on, I'm gonna yeah. pull up after I take a shower because yeah. I don't smoke too good right now. Yeah. I can smell listen, myself. Listen. I'm the first one to tell you. I, I'm the first one to let you know if I don't smell good. Yeah. Before like, I hug you, I'm letting you know <laughs> I'm musty. I just finished hooping or something. Like, I'm letting yeah. you know now. But a lot of people don't have that self awareness to smell themselves. I'd be like, bro, there's no way you've been walking in that smell the whole time. Ain't no way. No way. Ain't no way. I'm about to segue back into that. Mm. Kind of finished the little thought of the tips and tricks. Yeah. Another tip and trick was if you don't know what to do as a man of how to smell good and all that, Find you a nice woman that actually smells good that you know and ask them for tips on how to wash yourself, all that. Mm-hmm. Whatever you need, because they got all the tips and tricks. They got everything. Mm-hmm. They got the, the skincare, everything. they got the soap, so the body wash. So they put the you oils, on the oils. They put you on everything. And then my one thing of uh, what I do as far as like self-love for me and quiet time is me just taking myself to the movies. Because yeah. I'm a movie head. So like mm-hmm. if I want to treat myself to something, I'll be like, all right, I want to go see this movie. I'm just gonna take myself. Yeah, like, I swear he'll go watch the movie like three times back to back. No cap. Like they would have seen it. Literally. <laughs> Literally, we go go to the movies. I got a question for y'all. We're gonna turn them to here a little bit. I got a turn question. It, turn for it up, y'all. Turn it up. Turn it up. Keep it cord. Turn it up. <laughs> Do you feel like having sexual intercourse with the woman on the first date is a red flag? And do you look at that woman differently after, if that's the case? So, it's hmm, a good question. Me, I wouldn't because. Just to be transparent, everybody, everybody has sexual desires, you know? And if you're out with a woman that you like, she looks good, she has a nice physique, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, on the first day, if it comes down to, like, if y'all both mentally there, like, hey, I have a sexual attraction to you, like, what's up? Like, you yeah. whoop de woo Me, personally, I will respect a woman more. For telling me that rather than egging me on, thinking that we can lead something further than this, and all she's just doing is just to want to have sex with me at the end of the day. You know, I'm like, me, I completely lose respect for you for that, to me personally, because rather than just tell me what it is, rather than tell me what it not is, what, what, what's what is it? What, <laughs> Come on, get it out. What it not? <laughs> what it um, isn't. What it isn't. Thank you, bro. There you go. But what it isn't, like, I don't. I mean, personally, I just <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought. Right, family, I'll get back. Somebody else go, please. But yeah, me personally. We want to I was gonna say, like, of course, we all got that thought in the back of our mind. Like, who else she done kind of been with? Like, after, yeah. like, who did she? Dang, who she done did this <laughs> with? So I would. I wouldn't say it's a red flag, but it definitely leaves you like thinking, like, about her past. Like, that's me personally. I can't speak for y'all. Nah, nah, I agree with you, bro. I agree. I agree. I'm gonna say that. Because one, everybody's not perfect, and two, people can grow from those situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because a person, like, say a person does have sex on the first night, but then later on gets to really know what self love is, and gets in their word and everything, and then decides to want to wait till marriage. Like, they already had sex before, mm-hmm. but after that, they'd be like, all right, we can't handle sex no more and everything. Let's wait till marriage. I feel like you can go through that. It's people that probably have been through that for sure. For me personally, if that was to happen, say if I was to slip up and that happened, whatever, it would then have to turn into, all right, cool, this happened, but out of my respect for God and everything and what I believe mm-hmm. in, this can't happen no more. And if we love each other this much, we're willing to put it to, put it down sure. to give God the glory in the situation. But if it wasn't to happen, it was more so trying to have the mindset of, because this, this generation we in is terrible, but <laughs> to have the mindset of however long we can wait to push this junk off. How, however long, cause like sexual desires is real, lust is real, 
Totally we're all weird. human. We're all human. That's what's strong. Really but weird. if you can find a discipline and find someone that's that matches your thought process and your mindset to have the same discipline as you, cause even if y'all do slip up, y'all both know, all right, cool, cold turkey, we done. Right. Like, and have that same discipline together, I feel like that's powerful because it's better versus you being one person that says, hey, let's not have sex or let's wait till marriage. Another person is basically trying to go against your thought process of, oh, nah, we're going to keep having sex type vibe. Yeah. But then when you're at that point, now you're at a stalemate of headbutt. Yeah. And it's like, I'm trying to glorify God. You trying to do your own thing as far as your flesh and everything. Mm-hmm. So you have to go basically through your mindset of what's the best scenario for me and what I believe in. And am I going am I willing to go against my morals to satisfy her flesh and my flesh? Or am I willing to put my foot down and be like, all right, cool. We're gonna try to wait till marriage. We're gonna try to do it the right way. We're gonna try to actually build a bond all, not on sexual desires, but actual off of me liking you for your mind, right, your characteristics, yeah. how you how you think, how you talk, your <clears> um, <throat> like what you actually working towards, what's your your value. What bro was saying? Mm-hmm. Your, your value. Your value. Yeah, your, value. value. <laughs> your value. Matter of fact, that's what he, what he say. What's the what's the value of a man and a woman? Who said that? Who's nah, asking? He, that? Nah, he. Um, what did he say? Now nah, he was basically he was saying, you know, everybody likes the physique of a woman. Uh-huh. I know he was speaking on that part, mm-hmm. saying how don't when you look at a woman, don't just look at her physique. It's more, it's, it's mentally, like you'll say, like, expect because it's different when, because he was older. Yeah. So his ex- expectations were different. She got to be making this certain amount of money. Well, I got and, a heavy hitter, boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, standards. It was another yep. thing. I'm not tapping that right now. Say. Don't worry about it. Um, me personally, I don't think it's a red flag because, like, having sex on the first date when y'all first meet up, I don't think, because me personally, if you do that, I feel like, that's the foundation now. You're laying that foundation. Yeah, bad foundation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever you meet somebody, um, whatever action you do, that's going to be the- um, The expectation. The, yeah, the I was, was going to touch on that because I was like, so if you have sex on the first yeah, date no, and y'all get a, end up getting a relationship down the line, it's like basically y'all relationship was based off sex. sex. Yeah. yeah. Not, you know what I'm saying? And it's going to fold like a chair. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't based off like communication, love. Being truthful, being loyal to one another—that's not the foundation. Like if you, because sex is powerful. You it know is. what I'm saying? It can really do something to a human being that you never thought it could actually do. That's why I feel like it's definitely dangerous. Definitely, because what? Listen, soul ties. Yeah, really. it's definitely it's, it's definitely real because you definitely can experience something you never thought you experienced. You see other people, you know what I'm saying? You don't think it's that real until it happens to you. Facts. In a way, you see people doing it like I never thought they could. Go through that. I never thought they can actually even witness that. And then now you know you're coming to yourself, doing an uh, evaluation upon yourself. Like, hold on. I'm looking, I was just looking at this person. Whole time it seemed like I was looking at the person, I'm just looking at the mirror. Well, what's eventually gonna come to me in a way that I didn't eventually realize that it was gonna come. And it's like to be able to deal with that and, and try to, to um, maneuver from that, it is, it definitely is hard because it's like a a stronghold that you can't. Take off yourself, definitely, because you only have none but so much strength. So you have to go to somebody who created you. Of course, you know that's that's God who will be able to help you and take that stronghold away from you. Yeah. Let me tell you something. My boy, he's he's on sabbatical right now, but he's still dropping fire from the sidelines right now. He said he heard this quote that said, "Her body gonna raise your eyes, but her mind's gonna raise your kids." Ooh. That was amazing. What? Good quote. Good. Great quote. quote. Hey boy. Let me tell you something. What? Heavy hitter. He- what? That's, a whole That's facts. That's from the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> <Ain't it? laughs> 
shoot from the sideline. But yeah. I wanted to tap it to this because me and Ma was talking about it over there about stance and everything. You said standards. Standards. As men, because I feel like there's a misconception of mm-hmm. men's standards. Talk to me. Heavy headed boy. No chaser hey, boy. No cap. Listen. I can speak for our firm. We have high standards. Mm-hmm. But I know there's a lot of men in this world that they'll say they have high standards, but then women will look at them and be like, you went to this when this person was doing this for you type vibe. Like, mm. It'll be like a, you'll let your flesh talk for you. Mm. So your flesh basically make you downgrade your standards mm-hmm. or lower the bar versus you actually upholding the standard. Oh, so do y'all feel like, for you, I'm, I'm each, in, each individually, basically, do you feel like your standards are too high? Do you feel like you uphold the standard you have for yourself and for what you see for yourself in the future? Do you feel like, or do you feel like you always go below the standard of what you're actually worth? Um, hey, boy. That was good, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Whatever you feel like your worth is to your true self, that's what your worth is. Because mm-hmm. if you lower your standards for somebody else, I mean, that's a sacrifice, but it's like you're kind of um, restricting your value upon yourself that you place upon yourself the first time. Good word, B. Like, me me personally, having a value should be set high for yourself because that means you care about yourself. That means you set yourself at a high level that most people don't. And I feel like you should because regardless of who you come across in this world, some women may not meet the expectation that you have for yourself, the standards that you have for yourself. They might not meet that. But some, I guarantee you somebody in the world will be able to meet that. They they might think, Oh, you have those type of standards? Oh, that's that's nothing. I, I can easily mm-hmm. supply that with you yeah. in no time. You know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody can't do it, somebody can do it. Somebody will do it in a way. That's that's me personally. Like, you always make sure if your standards are high, keep it that way because you deserve that. You're not going to set your standards high just because somebody else is doing it. You know what I'm saying? If you want to set your standards low, that's you. That's your preference. That's what you want to do. If not, not saying you don't lose any respect for it because everybody has a different. Again, perspective and a different mindset on how that mm-hmm. operates for them. So, real talk, I feel like you only go below your standard when you get to the point of you're lusting or thirsting over someone yeah. because you're just trying to get something off. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But for us in general, as men, especially, you have to get, you have to be bougie. Like, you have to be bougie. <laughs> I don't, women too. Women, y'all gotta get bougie too. Like, you have to have the mindset of this is what the standard is, and I'm not, I'm never going below this standard. This is where it has to be. Ain't no going below this. Ain't no sacrificing my morals for this. No, no. This is standard. This requirement. Like if you don't if you don't love God the way I love God and everything, if not more than me, right? Like, that's, people, that's that's my standard. Yeah, like, you got you got to understand people. You can't match morals. You got to match standards. That's yeah. what people got to understand. Thanks. And I think that's you know a lot of times. Like, man, that's what we be missing it at, is that we be matching the morals. We won't be matching the standards, though. We say we got high standards mm-hmm. until the flesh, yeah, you know, flesh we start lusting. And crazy thing is, I was just watching this video with uh, Country Wayne, mm-hmm. and he was talking about he when you're like, yeah, you're out, right? Like at a bar or whatever, you're drinking alcohol, you know, smoking, whatever. It's basically... You're doing that because you wanna you wanna kill that spirit that's telling you, oh, you don't need to pursue this woman right here. You don't need to pursue mm-hmm. this man, you know. And you're doing that because you you know you're wrong, but you're doing that because you know you want to you want to experience that. You want to see what it's like. And I kind of when he was saying it, it was very deep because it made so much sense. Like 
you start to lose yourself when you when you're not in your right mind because mm-hmm. you know when you taking the alcohol you 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 just all over the place yeah your judgment is different yeah for sure that's a nah, he was thin yeah it was it was good because matter of fact did I tell you about like how Fifty Cent like works and everything in his book mm-hmm. he's basically saying how when he's doing the club showings or at different events and everybody's lit getting drunk whatever it is he has his own alcohol brand champagne brand whatever it is. And what he'll do is he'll have the bottle, but he'll have one of his team pour the bottle out and pour water in it. So it makes it look like he's drinking his drink and getting lit with everybody. But he's fully aware why everybody else is disoriented. Yeah. So he's fully aware of what's going on. And as, especially in today's society, that's so smart. Like that was so profound to me because I was like, bro, he's someone that's taking charge of his day and his environment everywhere he's at. Mm-hmm. He's never not knowing what's going on. He's never not aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, one if one woman say you did something, even if you didn't do it, most likely you're going down sure with no proof. Yeah, yeah, always. It's it's gonna always be there wherever it's yours. For sure. So even in those situations, it's always smart to have that in the back of your mind. Like he said, even with business deals, like you know, like I know people on Wall Street, they take like team, um, team like trips to the bars mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They'll get lit, get ex- like start celebrating about different things and everything. He was like, he was with his team one time, and he had a meeting with one of the dudes, and while everybody else was drinking. He acted like he got a Henny and Coke, but he really just had Coca-Cola in there. Mm-hmm. And he was drinking and everything. And while a dude was lit, he started pouring out all his business secrets to the 50. I was like, bro, this dude playing chess. Yeah. But that's like, imagine how aware you can be and how much more you can do and get accomplished if you actually had a mindset of, while everybody else partying and getting lit, I'm going to be here and assessing the situation, mm-hmm. assessing my surroundings, shaking hands and kissing babies or the people that I need to get around, getting business with and everything. Why they have? Why they enjoying themselves? Right. They can be more likely to hear what I have to say. Be more likely to sign this paper. <laughs> yeah. And sign the deal real quick. You know what I'm saying? But in general, I just feel like it's smart for, especially y'all that's in college too. Kind of a lot of people that's watching us is in college. Make sure you watch your surroundings. If you're living that lifestyle, whatever it is, be smart, be wise, Absolutely. be safe, be safe. Have accountability, people. If you can't refrain from it, do so. If not, happy that's gonna hold you accountable and keep you safe, babysit you, whatever it is, because. We need nobody getting none of them situations. We know y'all live in life. We know people are different phases of their um, walk with Christ and everything. Mm-hmm. So just make sure you are doing your best to stay safe, be wise, and not getting caught up situations like those because one of those situations can end your whole life. Literally. One. Oh, it's like it's one it's like it's five seconds. One second. Literally five seconds. And we, we was arguing about um, what's the order of money, power, money, respect. Money, power, respect. Yeah. Go ahead, JP. Money, power, respect. What's your order, JP? <laughs> so, my order was strictly money, power, respect. That was my order. Um, it got me off like, you know, once you get money, you get the power. Once you have power, you have respect. But, you know, the wicked does use that and kind of kind of run with that, you know, because when they have power, you know, they kind of take, take that. They mm-hmm. can take advantage of it, right? So, you know, it's just kind of it's kind of how you view it, though. But that that's my order, though. Money, power, respect. That's my order. I just feel like it's a situational thing. Like, it really depends, like, how you perceive life. Like, of course, everybody want to be rich. Everybody want power. Everybody want respect. But I feel like to get respect, you have to earn that. Like, Mm -hmm. that has to be something that's earned. So I feel like power and respect go kind of hand in hand. Like, once you have power, somebody's going to respect you. So. Mm I, it's like a slippery slope with me. Like I really, I don't have a certain order with that. Like I'm not really sure. Gotcha. I mean, 
I was going to say, because it just really depends, like, where you are in life. Like, mm-hmm. you may not need money right now, but you want, like, respect. respect. Right. So. I'll probably say, mm, probably respect first, money then power, in a way. Because some people who hold power don't have any money. Uh-huh. This is based off who their family members were, who their friends, the people that they know. I feel like some people have um, a hold of power because of people who they know. And who they're associated with. Like you can be you can be broke as ever, not have a single dollar in your account. But just because I know this person, I hold that significant amount of power because I know that person, that person knows that person. It's like a domino effect. Uh-huh. Uh, personally, for real. Y'all you hang around. So that. I'll definitely um say like it really just depends on how you um yeah, how you perceive what power is because power does always just comes uh-huh. from money. It can come from people you know. And also, um what else? Mm. Now I'll, probably, I'll leave it with those two. It could be money or also the people that you know that can um, to be able to acquire power in my in my terms. And I, I feel like too much come with power. Like you don't mm-hmm. want that kind of stress. On yeah, like, for sure. Speaking from like the the show power, yeah. See how mm-hmm. James ended up. Like, There's so much stuff that comes behind it. Yeah, so just really, I like I like that though. Like just breaking it down because your network is is your network. Right. So in regards to that, I would say respect because when people respect you then they're more likely to trust you. Mm-hmm. And when you trust somebody, you're more likely to give them money, invest in them. Whatever they're selling, you're more likely to buy because you trust in their service, you trust in what they, what they got going on, you trust in their character. And then I feel like that's when the money comes, you multiply whatever you have to multiply, that's where the real power comes in because now you have more influence. You're able to expand your influence. So I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. I agree with you at first, JP, but then when you brought that down like that, mm-hmm. I was like, hold on, now you're right. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's respect, then money, then power. But like, yeah, like I said, though, I mean, it's all... It's all different because it's all a different level, man. Like, you know, you're going to get to a one point in life, you're going to reach a certain level, and you're going to sit back and just say, yeah, I made it. Like, you know, I'm good mm-hmm. here. Like, you know, or are you either just going to keep chasing? Like, it's just yeah. either it's going to be an endless thing. I mean, it's just kind of, you know, everybody's perspective on, you know, success, money, power, respect. The level is different. So you definitely can have um, influence without money. Uh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Absolutely. Well, what do y'all consider influence? Y'all consider that power? Do y'all consider that respect from other people? I consider influence power. power. That is for sure, hundred percent. Me definitely. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with y'all, but I feel like it can be respect and it power. Both. It can be both because because you wouldn't respect anybody who influence you. So I definitely see. It yeah, can be, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it definitely so. can be because if I have such an influence on a lot of people in this world, uh-huh. I feel like automatically that comes with respect because uh-huh. like. For me to have this amount of influence, it has to come with some type of respect because if people don't respect you, what in, like what influence do you really have on people? You know what I'm saying? Always, like I said, always starts with a foundation. If I'm introducing myself to somebody or a group of people, based on how I speak and how I word my words, automatically people are going to drive to the people who, of course, who can speak well, who motivates them. It always comes to a point where some has some type of benefit has to do with them, you know. And one of these to them benefiting off of you, it kind of leads to an influence. Like, now, like, okay, this person is doing this for me. You know what I'm saying? Now it leads to other people coming in. Now that has influence. Like, I respect you as a person because you have influence on this person and that person. Now I know if you have influence on them. Now I know you can have a significant influence on me as well because I'm not too mm-hmm. much different from that person as well. So I definitely could say it would be But cool. it's a lot of influence. It's bad influence, though. Oh, that's facts. Like, a lot. Yeah. That's facts. I mean, but, I mean, hey. That's a fact. What's it? So what would you say... Uh, 
is bad influence? Not like a, what would be the big difference between, because some people think a bad influence is a good influence and vice versa. All right, so bad, bad influence. But then this is like where it gets like more detailed because it's like, like, think about the artists in the world, the grown women artists in the world that's, the music they have dropped right now, y'all know what they're dropping right now, mm-hmm. what they're talking about, the same thing over and over again. <laughs> now imagine your future daughter listening to what they they um, talking about. That's considered a bad influence. Sure. Because your child's being pre-exposed to something right, that yeah. they're not supposed to be knowing about right now. I, yeah, I wouldn't even let them but, get the chance to listen to that. From their point of view, it's looking like, why are you letting your child listen to me in the first place? But the thing, but the thing is, that's something that you can't control, though. Yeah, because most outside you of your house, that. yeah. So, like in that situation, what would y'all consider that? I mean, the type of influence, bad or good? Would that be bad? Would that be a bad influence? Good influence? I mean, I don't think it's good it's influence. Bad. It'll be bad that's a good influence. Yeah. I say it's a neutral influence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say a bad influence because bad if you go outside, whatever you do outside the house, that's on you because you can run into somebody and they can tell you like, hey. You heard the song, girl. You heard the song, boy. Um, I such and such. Boom. You listening to it? Now, nah, really, that, that's a bad influence because that yeah. person came to you. Mm-hmm. But I won't I, even blame I, them I though. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not bad because right. they, they probably don't think it's yeah. bad because they like again mentally they don't think. So it's would bad. you say the people that they go out here and surround yourself around is the bad influence? They, partially. They yeah, partially yes. I won't say 100 percent because because you can't you can't get mad at a person for for. Only what they know. Cause everybody raised different. Yeah. Yeah, because you know what I'm saying. People only know a certain amount of things, so I can't get mad. Mm-hmm. Like for example, a dog only knows what sleep <laughs> and poop and eat, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't get mad if it's not doing what I tell it to do because that's it only does what it knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. get mad. Just prime example for if I'm switching to a human a human being, if they only know like listen to this music, doing this, doing these type of human behaviors that I'm operating in. And it's bad, but they don't know that. You can't get mad at them for that because they weren't taught that. They weren't grown in the household. Yeah, they, don't represent. Know, they don't know it's bad. Yeah, you know what but I'm you know the crazy... Or they, or they don't know the effects that it has on them. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like You can't get mad at what they don't know. So I was going to say, do you really think it's like a bad influence if it like doesn't like determine what they do? Like Say if they just listen to the music, but they don't really... I, I think... Kind of pursue what... Like, what I, think that, I, I think that only comes yeah. with people that's... More mature and knowing, I can listen to this and know I and know not to act on it. Because you know who I'm gonna speak on these NBA young boy. Yeah, like, like he he got them in a chokehold. Nah. Like so. <laughs> no cap, but yeah. it, it's, it takes a special maturity like, to be able to listen to certain music and not act actually, on what they're talking yeah, exactly. about. Because music is powerful, what you let in your ears exactly. is powerful. Because everything in your body is a doorway into your spirit and everything too as well. And this was like. And it's a lot like the instruments that they use in the music, yeah, the bro. Beat, that's right. it the beats, all that. It can change yeah, emotion, all that. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's why, like, if you go to the gym, you ain't finna listen to no R and B. Yeah, you ready to pump, push yeah. the weights? Like, you trying to listen to something that's gonna get you lit? Mm-hmm. So, sure. nah, I definitely agree with that, bro. I just feel like, yeah, it's perspective, mm-hmm. but it's also just more so, what's the overall goal? Got you. Of this situation, and either way, it is whether I'm an adult or a kid. Do we really need to be listening to this? But but again, music is art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, music is art. Yeah, really. You don't you don't have you yeah. don't have to listen. You don't have to listen. You don't have to listen. To people take it. Um, so I think it is perspective. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, people just take it in differently. Like they may hear one thing, but how could you really be listening to this? But whole time, whole time they could be taking something totally different. Completely, yeah, they could be taking respect to the beat. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Not even listening like, to the words. Or words. I find that's that's a dangerous thing. Yeah, because your words are. Powerful, and I've witnessed that secondhandly with like a um, with one of my friends. I kind of don't. I don't even want to speak on it, but just prime example, like 
something that happened, but he recently spoke on it. Uh-huh. Now it ended up happening, but he didn't realize it though. You know what I'm saying? Because he didn't realize that whatever you speak is power, it, power mm-hmm. in your words. Like it's, it's definitely it's it's real. Watch you say, sure. boy. You better, yeah, you definitely gotta watch what you say. And before we um, I want to ask y'all just one more question. Like this one question. Each one of us gonna go around the room. But before we got here, I want to ask. I can go first. Or I can go last. It don't matter. But I want to ask, what's one thing as a man that you want to work on and get better at to be the better you for the future and everything? Because good question. I don't want us to have this whole conversation, but then of saying this this is a situation or pointing fingers at anybody, but not without making sure that we're growing on ourselves and making sure that we're doing the things Absolutely, that we have to do yeah. to hold ourselves accountable, take steps forward, become better men. And be able to break that stigma of what people have on black men as a whole. Because not every black man cheat, not every black man abusing their girl, mm-hmm. not every, you know what I'm saying? All the different stigmas or whatever it is. Like, letting people know that there's still quality black men out there. Mm-hmm. And there's quality black men that out here that slip up, but know how to bounce back and grow from that and become mm-hmm. a better man. So what's one thing that y'all personally want to grow at within the next three months, six months, whatever it is? That way we can come back to this episode and be like, dang, that's something I wanted to work on. And I actually got better. I'm proud of myself. Type five. Um, so I'm using an analogy. So me personally as a young man, I definitely want to work on um, my structure. And meaning by structure, I'm pertaining to it as a tree. And what I mean by that is certain trees have different branches, right? Different length, different mm-hmm. number, amount of branches on the tree. And the reason why I compare it to a tree is because... If you actually look, if you actually look at the structure of a tree and how many branches it yields from that tree, I take that as, because you know fruit comes from a tree, right? So the more branches you have, the more fruit yields on that tree. So I want to have my structure like a tree where I have plenty of branches. So if somebody ever comes to me, I want to make sure I can supply them with the correct fruit that they need to be supplied with. So I'll definitely say that structure like a tree. That's good, boy. For sure. Mm, I definitely say my emotions, like. I'm an emotional person and not as like a like a crying person, mm-hmm. but I'm just like passionate. Yeah, I'm a passionate person. So I take a lot of stuff serious. Like, especially when I, I love something, I'm, I'm going all in with it. Like, I'm not gonna play about it. Mm-hmm. So, but I definitely say, but sometimes my emotions could get in the way and it could cloud my judgment sometimes on how I think, how I react to something, what I may, what I may say, what I may do. So I definitely think. The, the work in progress for me is is my emotions for sure. Have more patience. Yeah, having more patience and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, like that's for sure. I feel like you gain that right quick. How do I fly? I gain it. Yeah. Like, what's something that you can what's do something? to basically yeah. take that step towards that? I mean, just taking it slow, like you know, and just just thinking before you know I, mm-hmm. I react. Yeah, like that's yeah, that's really yeah. the biggest thing. Like you just gotta kind of like just stop yourself, like put a pause, like you, like let me get myself together. All right, then let me go ahead and say what I gotta say. But you know, just I, I think that's just taking taking my time. When I do stuff and not just rushing and and saying what I gotta say. Yes, sir. Um, I would really say like just giving more people grace and being able to like forgive. Like, sometimes like it's not that serious, bro. It's okay to forgive, bro. Don't forget, but it's all right to forgive. Bro. I would yeah. I would just say yeah, definitely just giving more grace to people and understand everybody. Everybody is human. Excuse me. For sure. That's good, my boy. Um. For me, I'll probably say um, my systems. So we had um, we just left this prayer service and everything. It was talking about systems. And, yeah, systems in general as far as like your habits Got you. and all that. Like different things that you do on a day-to-day basis that 
results and having different results throughout the day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. But with that, me just working on my bad habits. Like anything I do that's bad or that I don't like about myself. So like me pressing snooze on my phone. Mm-hmm. I don't bang with it. Why am I pressing snooze? I'm not banging with it. So trying to break, break, break out of that habit of pressing snooze. Me saying I'm going to do this, but then procrastinating. I'm not trying to procrastinate. Stop procrastinating. Like these different things that make me mad to myself of like, bro, like, you know, dang well, you could have pushed this out or did this, but you chose to wait to the last minute. Right. Why? What's the reason? Like, where's the root of this? Like, actually taking more, for, for initiative, there it go. That's taking true. more initiative to actually do things without anybody having to tell me to do it. Taking more initiative to why I having to even think about it, knowing that I, get, I built a habit of the point to where it's like, I see it, it's done type vibe. Or if I got it assigned to me, it's done. Ain't no waiting last minute. Ain't no procrastinating. I gotta break out of that college habit of when a teacher give you an assignment and it's two weeks out, wait until Saturday night right. to get something out that's due on that Sunday. Mm-hmm. I can't do that no more. Mm-hmm. So breaking out of that mindset and basically having more initiative in my situations and my life and just doing things to where it's like I don't have to really put too much thought in. I'm gonna make it second nature, like brushing my teeth in the morning. I wanna make everything that I have to do second nature to where it's like if I know I have to get this done, if I know I gotta change the vents in the studio or whatever it is, let's go ahead and get it done. Ain't right. no waiting last minute to get these things done to, or for someone else to tell me to do it. Mm-hmm. So he's working on that, bro. That was a good talk. I like that. It's Lord. Good talk. Definitely good. Anything else I want to say to them? Instagrams, tips, tricks, whatever before we get out of here. Yeah, I got future self. Two things. Um, one thing, do not be afraid of wearing the same clothes. And let me tell you something. Prime example for myself. I feel like when you take um, importance on that or you just like to spend your money on clothes, don't get me wrong. If you want to buy clothes, by any means, do as you please. But as far as if you're trying to save money and you have mm-hmm. a goal that you're trying to reach and an objective that you're trying to um, complete, that comes with sacrifice. So sure. me personally, I like clothes. I like shoes. I like that. I like I like um, fashion. I mean, me personally, if I know if that's a sacrifice, that's gonna be able to lead me one day to be able to buy whatever I want by my friends, my parents, whatever the case may be. Then I'm gonna do that. I take I take very much pride in wearing the same thing because I'm thankful at the end of the day. Like you gonna get laughs. Like you said on yesterday, like the other day before. I'm like, yeah, bro. But it, but it comes like the sacrifice comes with that. Like I know Thanks. by me wearing the same stuff. Multiple times every other day, soon it will come to a point of time in my life where it will reap the benefit. For me doing that, I'll be able to buy whatever I want because the money that I save, not just buying anything that's useless mm-hmm. and that's that's depreciating by the day and by sure. the hour. So for anybody out there who, you know what I'm saying, who feel like they have to be up to par because of the friends you with or whatever the case may be, don't let that phase you at all. Continue doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Continue to... um you know what I'm saying? Just be who you are as a human being. Be true to yourself. That's what you have to do. Take that sacrifice. Be content. For real. For sure. And like um, one more thing. Also, you know, for all the new viewers out there, if you would love to, you know what I'm saying, please subscribe and like to, my, yeah. to, to the More Purpose yeah, podcast, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hit that like. Hit yeah, that subscribe. Follow. follow up, man. Let's please. go. Let's run it up. If you're not locked in, what are you doing? Right. Come on, locked man. Come on, man. But I would like to say for those that's... um. That feels like you have to be what your environment is showing you. You don't have to be that. You can branch out of that. You can be the light. You can be the one that separates yourself from everyone else and leads them on the right path of where they need to be at. And also, 
just make sure that you're the person that's grateful no matter where your situation is. Like bro said, like it can always be worse. It can literally it can always be worse. There's someone that has it worse than you. I know that's not trying to minimize your situation, but remember where God has gotten you. Remember where you are right now. Remember that you woke up this morning. That's enough signs. That's enough wonders of showing you one. There's more purpose. You know what I'm saying? Hey. And two, <laughs> that you have more to do and that God's not finished with you yet. So yeah. remember that. Always show love. Always show grace. And you know get to that bed. You know what I'm saying? Well, go ahead. And one thing I'm going to leave y'all with is when you walk in the room, be the light. Don't Facts. be the darkness. Facts. I'm going to leave y'all with that. Any room that you walk in, you walk in there with confidence. You take over the room. And don't ever give up on your dreams. Anything that you got, keep chasing your dreams. Definitely. And understand that Whatever you put here in life, whatever your purpose is, you will find. That's why you're here. Mm-hmm. Purpose. For sure. Yes, sir. Purpose. Oh, purpose, baby. Yes, you anything, uh, I was just going to say, like, be serious about your dreams, man. Your life can literally change in one year. Absolutely. Facts. So if you're serious about something, take it serious. Invest in it. Do what you need to do. Like, so that's really all I got to say. Oh, and to my men, be the standard. Anybody that comes to you with a... With a stereotype, whatever it is, be like, bet, take it personal. Mm. <laughs> and show them why you're that guy. Show them personal. Show them why you're him. You know what I'm saying? Like Deion Sanders said. Deion, it's personal. It's personal, baby. Personal. It's personal. But nah, be the godly man that you've been called to be. For the woman, be the godly woman that you're called to be. Be the prize. Show people why you're worth it. Show people your value. And show people why you are the whole table. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you stand on that. Make sure you stand on business. But other than that, like they said, make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe. Show some love. Send it to a friend. Comment down what y'all favorite topic was, what y'all thoughts on whatever we talked about, and um, follow my boys. Y'all, y'all, y'all want to show y'all Instagrams? No? Yes? It don't matter? Uh, <laughs> if y'all want to follow, I'm not active like that. Like, <laughs> if you want to follow, by any means. My Instagram is hfm.don, D-O-N. And when y'all see his page, make sure y'all spend money in his comments, drop some music. Please. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Facts, facts. And mine is... uh. Oh, um, <laughs> easy, easy money B dot thirty two. There you go. Yeah, E A S Y M O N E Y. Period. B lowercase B three and a two. There you go, boy. Thought you gonna mess it up. <laughs> my my page is the more por- uh purpose podcast. There you go. I follow that. <laughs> and then for those that uh, you know, what I'm saying if you want to photo shoot, sellers media, and if you want to get more. Views of me and mom's personal life. Go to my personal page at Clarence Lee underscore. Other than that, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Look out for the new episodes coming out, and um, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. Other than that, we gone. Appreciate you, sir. Time to go, baby. Let's go. Y'all be safe.